Okay, good afternoon and welcome to another edition of On the Table. I'm Representative Dan Miller. This is a version of Better Know a District, but actually it's multiple districts because we have two guests, Steph. For the first time ever, we have two guests. Are you excited? Super excited. I can't, can't tell if she means excited. it. more excited. Yeah, I can't tell. I can't tell if she means it. Uh, with me, as always, is Steph uh, Hardman. She is the ED of the caucus. We have two guests, and uh, like I said, and one, uh, both of these ladies are fantastic. I'm so glad to have them. One came in a little bit before me, and one sort of a little bit after, right? So, but first, we have uh, we have Mary Jo Daly, a representative. Thank you very much, Mary Jo. Now, you were about five months before me, right? That sounds right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so this is my legislative elder, just legislative. <laughs> legislative elder. Legislative elder. That's right. And and with and with Mary Jo, of course, is Morgan Cephas, Representative Cephas. Thank you so much as well. Uh, and you were just a little bit after me, right? I don't know how many years I'm after you, little, but little. I am the youngster in the room. I will <laughs> own that. You are the youngster. Legislative room. Yeah. Yeah. Mary Jo was two tw two twelve, and Morgan was two seventeen. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. But we're all Asian and dog years. So, Steph, how many years is that? Right. Plus forty. Let's uh, you know. And first, I gotta take a look. There's a map that's in front of us, uh, and it's it's the current maps, which means it's the outdated maps. Uh, but I want to take a look now. I'm all the way over here. This little green dot in Mount Lebanon. See, that's Mount Lebanon, Allegheny County. So, Mary Jo, where's your number? One forty-eight. One forty-eight. Okay, so Mary Jo is pointing to one forty-eight. That so you're at the sort of like where Montgomery and Philly meet. Yes. Right. Okay. That's interesting. And Morgan, where, where are you? So I can't see from all the way over here, but yes. I am the 192nd Legislative District, literally across the street from Mary Jo. Wow. And okay. it's West Philly. So it's like the West Philly where he was born and raised. Yes. Like, actually, yes. yeah. I represent that area. That so, right? yeah, parts of West, uh, parts of West Philly. Um, yeah. So both you guys, uh, your districts touch or just about touch. City Avenue goes down between us, right. but uh, it's only a street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so not yeah. only do you guys, neighbors. Right. that's right, not only are your districts close, but you guys are close. You guys, you guys are both chairs of the Women's Health Caucus. Yes. That's right. So meetings are convenient. Yes. Well, meetings that are is very convenient at home. That is true. But, <laughs> but it's also great to work together with a colleague on something that you're passionate about, right? Absolutely. So how did Absolutely. you both get kind of uh, together for Women's Health Caucus? So when I was elected was in 2012 and uh, the Women's Law Project put out a document, a publication called um, Through the Lens of Equality and it was all about women's issues and it, it put women's health in the center and then all of the mm. things, education, home, jobs, right. uh, you know, wages, everything. And that's what the Women's Health Caucus was to me when I was first elected and I had run on women's issues and I never defined them exactly what that meant. And so all of a sudden I have this couple hundred pages of women's issues and you know proposed legislation to how to fix some of these things. Okay, so, so you had a little bit of a blueprint. How, how did you get, how did you get together with Morgan? How did you guys figure out you guys wanted to do this together? So um, what happened? So I was in a meeting during an election cycle. Um, there was this roundtable discussion about policies that impact Black women. So it was, we were at St. Joe's University actually, and it was hosted by Senator Bob Casey. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. 
women from all different you know industries and different perspectives um, and one woman at the at the event asked uh, and this was at the time that Serena Williams had done her expose about maternal morbidity mm-hmm. and there was a lot of articles about it uh, information about it in the Times magazine mind you I had not watched the expose or read the article and a woman asked us what are we doing here in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania about maternal mortality and not only did the senator have a blank stare but I had a blank stare too and I took a a bit of a deep dive into it and realized you know it was you know a very significant issue not just in Pennsylvania but across the country and you know from there I wanted to join the caucus to kind of help elevate that issue so well look it's massive uh, uh, both in importance uh, and maybe historical neglect but also just as a concept with how you're viewing issues and how we in the legislature legislature should be doing things so look, we got a lot, a couple things there. I want to, I want to get back to that. But first, I want to have a little bit of fun with you guys. And as always, though, now we're gonna try to figure out. <laughs> I, I, we do this little game. Steph, what's the game? Two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie. See, everyone knows this game, but you. All right, whatever. Look, <laughs> I do not know that. Last time, last time there were some technical problems. The rumor is I did not get it correct with with Rep Benham. Uh, I don't, I don't think that's accurate. But we did very well up until that moment. Yeah. So anyhow, so we're going to do this now. This time, though, I'm going to now. The problem is that you two know each other pretty well. It'll be interesting. All right. All right. So let's start. Who do you want to start with? I'm going to start with Mary Jo. All right. So here's the thing, Mary Jo. She's going to tell me. Steph is going to tell us something about you or your district. Okay. They're going to give us three things. Now, you cannot tell me unless you want to. He'll try and get it out of you. All right. And we're going to see it. I'm going to see. I don't know. Morgan may know it. So let's just figure it out. Let's see. All right. Tell us number one. Go ahead. All right. Number one. Rep Daly's father was a member of the United Steelworkers Union. So that's one. That's not fair. Okay. All right. So Steelworkers Union. Yes. All right. Number one. Okay. Father, Steelworker. Go ahead. Number two. Number two is prior to joining the General Assembly, Rep Daly served on the Narbeth uh, Borough Council, where she spent eight years as the lone Democrat on the council. Borough Council. That does sound like Mary Jo. Okay. Number three. Number three is Plymouth Meeting, part of the 148th Legislative District, was first settled in 1686. 1686. That's right. Okay. All right. So we've got three things. Let's go over this here. Okay. All right. Morgan. Are you, are you phoning a friend? I, I, well, let's see. I'm going <laughs> to see how my read. All right. No, no. Okay. You got to do a place. Well, all right. Hold on now. Hold on now. So look, I see. So first off, the steelworker father. Okay. Now, I kind of I kind of like that one. Right. Yeah, as a former steel worker, I kind of kind of go with that. Borough Council. I got to believe Borough Council is true. I'm saying Borough Council is true no matter what. I just think you would do that. It seems like a Mary Jo thing. It does. All right. And then Plymouth, 1686. It's a little bit tough because you get Plymouth, right? You're thinking, well, maybe that is back then. Don't phone a friend over here. No, you won't know. <laughs> you don't know. No clue. Have you been to Plymouth meeting? I have been to Plymouth meeting. Does it look old? It, give, it gives old vibes. Old vibes. It gives old vibes. Oh. Stop cheating and guess. I, I, well, look, I'm just talking here. We're just, <laughs> all right, sorry. So look, so Borough Council, I'm going to roll with. I, I got to believe okay. that Mary Jo. Okay. got to believe that one. Man, she's not giving an inch. Mary Jo's got a good poker face. <laughs> all right. So then it's like, all right, the Plymouth meeting. So look. No, you have to guess because we still have to do Morgan. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. You're going to take five years. Just give me a second. No. Just hold on. No. Go now. All right. Look, I had a bad softball game. All right. Give me a moment. Oh, my God. All right. Look. No, so Plymouth meeting 1686 is UW father. All right. I'm going to go with your dad was a steel worker. That's the truth or the lie? The truth. 
Eh. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Local 98 IBEW. <laughs> yes, IBEW. Ian. Ian comes up with these and he's doing a good job. See, he's luring me in. That was yeah. very good. Like, yeah, it's like, look. Yeah, oh no, it's a steel worker. He How wants many times? To find something we have in common. That's right. He, he, he suckers me in. He suckers me in. I see. I oh. wanted that one to be true. That's the problem. We got to. All right, Ian's. Ian's not. Ian's playing the fair. best. All right. Okay. Look, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get this. One. Right, You're gonna Morgan. get this. Let's hear Morgan. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, number one, Rep Cephas is a graduate of George Mason University in Virginia. So that's the first one. Okay. You ready? Right. Got it. St. Joseph's University, founded in 1851, is partially located in the 192nd Legislative District. Oh, okay. That's two. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The 192nd Legislative District is the childhood home of um, Lee Daniels. He was a big-time uh, film and TV producer. He made the movies Precious, The Butler, TV show Empire. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh okay all right so look i'm so sorry so here's what we got all right so so like, so like i'm gonna tell you this right now morgan gave such a look on the oh, third one man. right so i just i just popped up like no i'm gonna tell you mary joe was like like she was granted oh right? she was, was you were good I it was all those years of pro council i learned how to keep a straight that's right so then i get to morgan and morgan's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then she gives me this look if she didn't even give it to me. I just caught it. I just caught it. All right. So look. So let me say this. Let me say okay. this. So I, see, I was out there recently, and I, I did. I, I think I did go to Saint, a uh, part of Saint Joseph. So I'm gonna believe that that's true. That part of Saint Joseph is is in your district. So I'm gonna go with that as being truth. Okay. So I want to say that's that's set. I'm gonna be honest. I was a little mixed, and her face maybe maybe could be a trap. She could be not telling. You know, she could be faking me out. So if I had said schools, the problem is I. I've never heard Morgan talk about like DC or Northern Virginia. Have you, Mary Jo? No, I haven't. You haven't either. But I haven't ta- heard her talk about schools. Right. Okay. You're so far removed. Okay. All right. So we're not sure. Look, I gotta go, Jess. I'm gonna assume she didn't trap me. So I'm gonna go with that she did go to George Mason and St. Joseph is in her district. What do we got? So what's the lie? Number three. Which was? Lee Daniels. What is it? I went to the University of Virginia. Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> she said, yeah, this no, is right. Do you want to know? The original, he, the, his original point was Winfield, part of the 192nd Legislative District, was a childhood home of Will Smith. I knew you were going to so say they, Will Smith. Talk, so that I was a good him, I was like, change. Another, I was like, I need another truth. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I just mentioned it. Right, 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 right. All right, look, this is getting, uh, I'm not doing too well. Loser. Oh, man. This, this is a bad one. This is a bad one. Now, so bad. You know, I got a couple. Well, I'm just saying. I don't think you got any there, it's Dan. T- listen, we got St. Joseph. Like, technically one, because I ruined it yeah no 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 look it worked out it worked out it was interesting so this is why we do it partially too because i I get a little bit more imprint of your districts which i appreciate as well so look that's obviously we have 203 districts 203 unique individuals with a whole bunch of experiences that make it up uh and there is uh should be uh, a lot of strength that comes from that diversity uh, of our state so we'll leave that for other people to debate another time but in the meantime women's health uh, caucus and there was a thing about yes you guys have had a busy week 
We've had week. a busy uh, few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I this I saw. So I think there was a rally on the um, a, um, a rally. I think Every had a press conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you had something. Was it today on maternal health? Mm-hmm. Two rallies and a press conference. Yep. Two yeah. press conferences. Yeah. Because we had the one yesterday and one today. That's right. Okay. All right. And a rally. So obviously, you know, first off, uh, um, tell us tell us what you guys. How was this week? Tell us what you saw. What were you feeling? What were people coming up and talking about to you today on uh, this week on Women's Health? For me, the emerged Pennsylvania women were here to graduate, and they shattered a, a lot of the state reps and senators. And so that was on Monday, and that started the week off in a really positive way. But, oh, I was exhausted on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Now, were they part of uh, – did they come and participate in the Women's Health, too? Or? They actually did participate. Uh, they were invited to be up on the stage um, when several of our newer members were introducing legislation that they had sponsored to uh, for the post row world, yeah, they right. have new you know new ideas and new I was plans. There for that. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. So and that was very that was on Monday, I guess. Yes, they were very excited mm-hmm. to be able to be part of that. Yeah. Now I know at one point I was supposed to you know, like have somebody shadow me, and then you were like, "No, we want better." people and so <laughs> i was like oh no one should ever <laughs> oh, no. i was like oh i'm sorry no so, one so i, I don't rejected. think that we said that Dan. it was something i don't like think that. we said that but, but, i think we said we had enough women who were volunteering yes and right. yeah. yes she was like yeah. get out of here but look, exactly. look so you had, you had that event as part of it but i mean t- what are you hearing though when you're at these meetings and you're talking to people even when the mics aren't on what are women and those in support of, the, of women's health what, what what is on their minds right now I think right now, what do we do in this moment, I think is the number one question. And, you know, yes, attend, you know, every rally that's in, you know, your neighborhood, but you find so many people that want to do more. Um, So whether that be introducing legislation or whether that be donating to abortion funds, they want to ensure that this is at the top of mind in this upcoming election. And, you know, we're spending time educating people about what a constitutional amendment is and, you know, trying to do it in a way that, you know, doesn't take too long to explain, but having them recognize that it's legal now. And that's, I guess, that's been the consensus of everybody's conversation, that they understand that it's legal now, but it's still under threat in the next coming months. Now, is it, is it and caught? Go ahead. I, I would love to add on to that because the other thing I think that the Dobbs decision did was it opened up that that Roe v. Wade and overturning that was more than just about abortion. It was about the training of medical doctors. It was about how they do their practice. It's about, are we going to have a shortage? We already have maternity care Mm. deserts in Pennsylvania. And, you know, Philadelphia and Delaware County joined that list of rural counties recently. And so I think that those things have, you know, people really looking at this issue. So um, I was interviewed by a TV station after one of the hearings, and they told me that Republicans in Republican areas were saying that the economy was really the most important issue for this election year. And did I agree with that? And Because I was saying abortion was. And I think that for women, we can see from the number of Democratic women who have Um, registered to vote, and also the number of younger people that have been registering to vote, that abortion is really, a lot of people have never had to grapple with this topic before. Right. Well, but let me ask you this, though, too, is the women's, what I recall is it used to be bipartisan, bicameral in some way. Uh, Is it still? 
So um, we had a Republican member at um, one of the press conferences with the governor, and uh, I did happen to ma mention that it was very good to have my colleagues who are members of the Women's Health Caucus with us, and I called this person out and I said, excepting for so-and-so who is not a member of the Women's Health Caucus, okay. he joined by that afternoon. He had oh, sent an email to say, really? put me on your list. Now, is that heartfelt or is that an election strategy? I don't know. Well, I, yeah. I mean, look, it's it's like so many of these caucuses, for those who don't know. I mean, we have a right, we have dozens of caucuses, and I'll be honest, most of them, uh, I'm not quite sure what they all do. But uh, uh, And some are more substantive, like you guys, right? And then and some are, let's just say, less substantive. Well, some are fun. Some are fun. A tattoo caucus, I remember. Is that right? Yeah. Or a seersucker caucus. The seersucker yeah, seersucker caucus. Yeah. So, so we have the caucuses, and these are open to anyone. Anyone can join, I think, any caucus that is basically there, right? So, um, you know, they are often bipartisan and, and, and sometimes bicameral, and, and that's for the strength of the issue. That's Absolutely. a good thing. Absolutely. And so much of women's health, like you had mentioned with your blueprint, um, it is not just abortion access, right? There are countless issues that, that tie to that. So trying to keep your group or grow the bipartisanship of Women's Health Caucus must be, a, like I imagine, a tough goal, but one of your goals that you're trying to do. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you see that when we talk about, well, when Mary Jo mentions that reproductive health is more than just a conversation about, you know, that one decision that you have to make regarding abortion. I mean, this conversation is coming on the heels of a nation grappling with the issue of maternal mortality. And I think that is really, and this is me being optimistic, but I do think that's making our colleagues across the aisle look at ways to how do we shore up our maternal health infrastructure. So, yeah. you know, Mary Jo talked about maternity health deserts and that's, you know, springing up in the southeast re southeastern region. But when you look at our rural areas, I mean, they have, I mean, we have UPenn in our backyard, yeah. we have Jefferson, we have Lankanaw, but in our rural areas, they're traveling more than an hour to get to any type of care. And when we talk about when abortion becomes more restrictive, our maternal mortality rates go up. You see that in Texas, you see that in Florida. So I think it's forcing the conversation for women, you know, looking at the holistic you know, mm -hmm. perspective of maternal health that includes so many other things outside of abortion care. Now, there, there's no doubt. Obviously, uh, so for me, I was, I was raised by, you know, a single mom in a household of, of uh, with four women. Uh, so Fun times. Uh, what's that? Fun times. <laughs> hey, you know what? It, it, um, I, I wouldn't change it, right? So, <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, it is, you know, uh, moms, of course, and it's not to say that dads aren't, but moms, of course, are so important. Uh, you know, in every report or analysis anybody ever shows, you know, that you care for the mom and you raise the family. Right. So, I mean, there's still so much that 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 has to be done on that front. Uh, and before we move to a slightly different topic with it, I mean, obviously, we're here towards the end of the term. You guys just got done leading the Women's Health Caucus on a variety of engaging uh uh, activities here, making sure the presence is heard, um, and um, and so forth. Um, obviously, some people, and we'll skip over the election, but we have January that's coming up with a new session, right? So, what what could be right there for you to have to deal with uh, with the Women's Health Caucus in January? I think a lot of it depends on how the elections go in November, because if you know we have the constitutional amendment, uh, Senate Bill One Hundred Six. Um, 
creating a huge shadow over us and it needs to just be passed one more time and then it would be on the ballot potentially in the spring. And so I think, you know, and that is about abortion. Um, yeah. So I think that's top of mind yeah. as, right. a, a, you know, a pending thing that we actually have some information about. So other than that, I'm just hoping, I mean, we still have access to healthcare issues. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, all of us are working towards that. I had an interesting conversation with one of the insurance companies today and they, they're looking at maternal care deserts. This is important because insurance and healthcare obviously go together. So I'm, I'm, hopeful, there, I'm hopeful that there's more conversation about some of these other issues. Right. than we've had in the... It's not just about abortion. It's about all of the different things right. that are affected by this Supreme Court decision. But, Morgan, clearly, look, we have... we have So, look, the, we're not a political con, um, uh, podcast, right? So, look, but obviously you have a choice. Uh, Pennsylvanians will have a choice in November mm -hmm. from uh, someone who will allow women to to make their own choices in Pennsylvania and, and a person who will not seemingly in any circumstance, right? The last I heard from that gentleman, Rare. no exceptions. No exceptions. In any way, right? So look, we obviously have uh, what could be a, a governor that uh, will offer, uh, I imagine, restrictive legislation. And even if we don't, though, you have, the, you have the constitutional amendment. So whether it's January or April, or, you know, for January right in the beginning or the primary, you're going to have this issue. That it's not, it's not going to go away next oh, time. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And actually, I think... The work that the Women's Health Caucus has done, um, you know, throughout the summer, these upcoming months. I mean, again, we had policy hearings throughout the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. We asked the governor to do an executive order to protect patients that mm. patients and providers um, that are coming, you know, outside of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, protect records and data. Um, so that's happened. We've introduced legislation. We're hosting rallies. I mean, again, we we are essentially gearing up in preparation of a constitutional amendment potentially happening. So our yeah. work is uh, essentially going to rev up. I mean, we'll have other priorities. Just right now, we're well, laser focused on this. Issue. You definitely do have tons of priorities. And, you know, I just, you know, I, I would, you know, my experience, and I was involved in uh, a couple dozen adoptions uh, with my work with the uh, county solicitor um, office. Look, there are tons of things that we can do to help when women are making tough decisions about how to make things work, right? Um, and, and, and not all of them may be economically minded, but uh, some of them clearly are, especially when you can't, you know, when you're sitting there and I'm like, I already have two kids. I'm trying to get through ch uh, child care costs. Somebody has to go to work. And, and I can't figure out how to stay out of poverty, you know, with that. So, like, how can we help women and families in those, uh, especially those economic? I mean, that's a great question that you're asking, especially on uh, equal payday for black women as we celebrate today. Um, but it just reinforces, you know, that the wage, you know, equity gap has an impact on decisions that individuals are able to make when it comes to childcare. I think there was an article at uh, in some newspaper where they talked about the cost of, you know, raising a child has drastically increased. Oh, no I want to say it's like 300000 like maybe a year or, but um, it, it really just speaks to, you know, the other things that impacts an individual's decision, you know, not just economically, but right. also from, you know, education perspective, their ability to connect to resources to, again, give that young person a quality of life that's deserving. Well, I think there's a lot that we could do if our friends on the other side would, would, would seek Absolutely. to support women more 
uh, you know, in families. I mean, we're talking we can, child care, yeah. um, expanding child care access. And, well, let me stop and there. And starting to pay people. Well, I mean, okay. Yeah. Well, with you, you both have jumped. All right, hold on. Wait, wait. Because we all got to go. And I, I got it. So here's what yeah. I want to ask you, though, for mm-hmm. each of you. All right. right. So we, we obviously spent some time talking about uh, abortion, which obviously you referenced from the beginning. It's part of the, of the discussion. Right. Yes. Let's not give me the one thing else. If you could pass one thing on your agenda, not related to abortion, on the women's health agenda, what would it be? I'm going to ask you both that. So, Mary Jo. Paid time off. Paid leave. Paid leave. Yeah. All right. That's just no doubt. We were just talking about that, too. So you think that would be a game changer, a big impact for for women and, and for families? I think it would. Um, I could go on, but I, I picked that one because I didn't have a lot of time. But I do <laughs> I think, think, it's I, I think it's actually really important. Yeah. No, it's a good one. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, I always remember when my family got health care. So it was like my mom got health care when I was 17. It was always like a big deal. So, you know, look, those things there, if you, if you, you may have access to leave and access to health care, but if you can't afford to do either, mm-hmm. then you don't have access. Right. All right. So let's see. Morgan, you had a little more time. Right, right, right. All right. So Morgan, give me one thing, <laughs> just one thing. Um, laws around uh, pay equity. Okay. Um, Because I do, again, firmly believe, you know, the decision to expand your family is an economic decision. And again, when we're talking about um, pay equity when it comes to black women, I mean, not only are we paid less, we, you know, have a significant amount of student loans. We, you know, are forced to push. I mean, these are women in general are forced to push off family planning, forced to push off uh, generating wealth. And, you know, one of the ways to address that is through, you know, putting in laws on the books that create pay equity, not just in the government sector, but also in the private sector. You know, and let's be honest, it's been a while since the legislature has even faked to to pay mind to that issue. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I wonder if, Mary Jo, you might remember that. Morgan, I wonder if you're here. We did have, we did have some, remember a little bit of progress came up on equity, pay equity. And then they then they created a, a commission to study it or something. Oh, wow. You remember that? That sounds it, like yeah. it makes sense. So much. that's what yeah, they that's do what, every time. And I want, it might that have does been, actually. It yes. rings a bell, and yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. but if you never hear from them, or uh, you don't have the will to take <laughs> yes. action. Yeah. How many times does study just mean the end of the issue? Right? Exactly. So instead of we know the problem, we have a solution, we have a way to make a difference, but. Well, study. and I, th- I okay. Can I be just a touch partisan on this? You can, you can it, it seems to me that it depends on who has the study because if you really have a will to get information that you can then act on, that's one thing. If you're trying to push it under the, you know, the rug, mm. that's another thing. And so I think it's really important for us to recognize that and then maybe you know, take on the issues mm-hmm. and work collaboratively because it doesn't affect women according to their party. Right. No. And yeah. white women still have it, but black women have it worse. Right. And so, and that's not a comfortable feeling for me. No, and I think you're you're seeing that unfold again. Not to bring it back to the abortion issue, but you're seeing it unfold with the majority of this country, the majority of the state want there still to be access. That's not only Dems. That's not only women. It's you know a reflection of those that live in this country wanting to see access still be available. And I think it, that's a laundry list of issues that we can apply yeah. that there to. Well, I look, I, I appreciate uh, both of you, not only for being here, but for your leadership on this important caucus. 
Right. So I think it's and you're our first caucus we had. I did tell Donna Bullock, I was like, we got to get Donna in here. <laughs> oh, so you got so you guys are the first caucus we've ever had to come in and talk. Uh, and I know it was great because you had such a, an important week. It has been. Mm-hmm. It has yeah. been a very important week. Yeah. Well, and we're not out this session. Obviously, we still have one more week to get through. We got some uh, rallies coming up in October, so stay tuned. All right, oh, all right, there you go. Tuned. So, look uh, for both. Yeah, I want to. I want to thank you both, uh, Representative Mary Jo Daly, Representative Morgan Cephas, uh, co-chairs of the Women's Health Caucus, amongst many other things. Of course, now I got to remember too. George Mason was incorrect. <laughs> yeah, it was the IBW. <laughs> These things That's are getting right. very specific stuff. Mm-hmm. Cavalier through and through. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. There, see, if, uh, you, if you invite us back, you'll have to have new questions. Oh, no. We, yeah, easier <laughs> ones. Easier questions. <laughs> I'm losing on this. All right. We got to do better. Uh, ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you, everybody, uh, for the latest edition of On the Table. Uh, we'll look to be back to you soon.